You are now entering the prism. Penises are scary. So in the show notes, <laughs> just because I I just realized this when I was looking at them, I really thought when I was sending these in that I would know what they mean. Right. There's some that I just don't. There's just like zero context. <laughs> I have redefined fag. <laughs> <laughs> See, we don't know if it's a slur or not because we have no context. Yeah. So you can't be mad at us for sure. <laughs> I have the me three movement. <laughs> Damn. And what was the other one? I didn't remember. Okay. No, the rest of them I do. I rec- I remember what they're about but yeah those last two i have no idea what i meant yeah i need to pull up my show notes <clears throat> cockroach implies the existence of a puss roach nice i feel like we would have done that one already we should have already done it i'm sure we, i did dick roach or something maybe I had to have. That's that fruit is too low hanging. It's dragging the ground, much like my puss roach. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> you don't like a good saggy roast beef? No, no, I don't. <laughs> good. That was a test. <laughs> oh man, I love how there there's like a whole world of porn out there that doesn't have any like sexual ties like it's not meant to be sexual or at least there's no way i can frame it in my mind in a manner in which it would be sexual yeah like someone literally putting like six inch long flaps of roast beef slowly descending them into someone's mouth like that's just not sexual to me or this is not attractive all it doesn't, arby's commercials oh <laughs> those are all porn except non-sexual porn yeah well, there was I that like that. there was that run of uh, heart or what do you call them? Hardies. Yeah, up there we call it Hardies. Carl's Jr. commercials. <laughs> like I just I specifically remember like basically like Hooters waitresses in a barn in a oh, truck yeah. full of meat, yeah, or something, and there a bunch of sparklers. Yeah, I was like, it's interesting because old people are the only ones that eat. At, at Hardee's. At Hardee's. I they don't know about like Carl's, a- Carl's Jr.'s because it may be they have different demographics. No. But uh, like it's this, they even had those same commercials here for Carl's Jr. Yeah, I knew that. Okay. So I just I thought it, I always thought it was funny because I'm like, you're not going to get new people like your food's fine, but you're not you're well past changing your demographic. Your yeah, pussy wants in. out. Yeah, I bet she does. <laughs> That's too damn bad. She fucked up by coming in here in the first place. <laughs> you know what? That's what we call consequences, little baby girl. Oh, man. And on the off chance that we'd already used cockroach implies, uh, bell pepper implies the existence of a f- <laughs> flute pepper. <laughs> uh, flute pepper is super gross to me for some reason. I don't like that one. <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't bother me the way I guess it should. Uh, chime pepper. Chime pepper. See, that one's nice. That one sounds pleasant. Some, like I'm trying to think of an instrument, and my brain automatically is just screaming turbo pepper, and that's not a thing. <laughs> Didgeridoo pepper. I think it's because one of my show notes is turbo douche, because <laughs> I thought of that couple days ago as like something to call somebody and i was like i need a place to put this <laughs> so now i wasted it by just telling you about it because it's it's probably one of my favorite things i've ever come up with this turbo douche i feel like that happens with all the things i'm excited about it's like i, I can't just hold it i need yeah. to tell someone yeah even if it ruins the impact oh wait i think Devin has the best gift for like keeping things damned up he has also has the best gift of he's been showing up 
at like not wrong times or like times where I'm like, I'm going to get caught doing nothing or whatever, but like just a lot. And he hangs a little bit. Like he yeah. just hangs around a little too long. He used to, he'd like, he'd stop, but when he showed up in my area, he'd stop by, ask me how I'm doing and all this stuff. And then, Bolt. It, yeah, and it'd be a quick like catch up. Last like four times he's been by, he it's been like, 50 to 50 seconds to like two minutes of just awkward silence as I'm just doing something on a computer and he's just, he'll just stand there after conversations done. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you need. I don't so know gonna... which one of us is crying out for help, but it's definitely being heard. <laughs> oh man. Maybe he's just worried about you. Oh yeah. I mean, that's, probably necessary <laughs> oh man this has been a crazy week my fucking tit meat is so tender and it hurts so I definitely sent an anti-semitic joke to somewhere other than the topics thing on my discord oops because <laughs> I remember <laughs> it's not even a joke it's just a joke premise <laughs> It's not a joke. It's for for serious. So the the premise is six million Jews, but only one diary. <laughs> like, so I, it's it's there's a lot of Jews that died, but we only have one diary. It's not funny because it's just a premise that I think is kind of funny that could be made right. like actually funny, and I don't know where I sent that now. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> But I think I put it in pretty general terms because I didn't want you to like discover the joke before I gave it to you. So I I think I just said six million, but only one diary, which I mean, when you say six million, everybody assumes what you're talking about. Right. That's (laughs) that's one of those weird numbers. that's just locked into. Yeah. The zeitgeist. Yeah. But yeah, that's. That and eight thousand (laughs) eight. 135 <laughs> love that number you know i tried to, i had a uh, custom guitar built when in china i want to say i didn't say six where. years ago oh okay and everything on it was okay but the one complaint i had is that they messed up my serial number because the serial number was supposed to be um eight zero zero eight um one three five and they took one of the zeros out and they ruined the joke bobby's <laughs> yeah i was like this no is it's stupid. bobby's actually yeah this is stupid now <laughs> now i'm an idiot <laughs> bobby's <laughs> that's even better i hate it that's definitely a one of one serial number there's no way yeah. that, that exists anywhere else bobby <laughs> yeah it's like uh, that's like uh, Indian guys on like chat forums. <laughs> Show me your you, bobs. <laughs> Show me your. I'm not even gonna do that. I'm not gonna do it. You know, do what? it. I'm better than that. How about I get? If it makes you feel better, I'll this. say the N word, and you can also be racist. <laughs> How about I get through this glass, and then we'll see if you can get me to start coming up with some neat accents. Oh man. This cat is getting adventurous, getting ballsy. Yeah. Snap at it. That's a good cat. Doesn't give a fuck about being snapped at. No, not from you. Probably not from me either, but that does imply some false sense of superiority for comedic effect. I'm going, I I need to get this cat out of here. I got it. This will become a problem. I will drink and then I'll get distracted. Go on. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Sounds like uh, the old school Pokemon cries before they got digitized and put <laughs> on a Game Boy Advance. <laughs> oh, man. Did you... You know, like, I, there's something that I realized, speaking of Pokemon, that I realized that I should have, like, just known. 
emulators like all the like roms and shit like emulating a a pokemon game that's all like illegal (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) i never even thought about that i mean no and yes so in the perfect legal world they are using they found the novelty of the uh the format that game development companies are saving their games in like yeah i like this idea let's go ahead and use this to build our own custom games that are completely separate from these and let's also build a software-based machine to run this software that we're writing that shares this convenient same yeah the emulators aren't the thing that's illegal it's the roms (laughs) yes (laughs) because i saw this video it came up on my thing like uh it was like how to legally use uh an emulator or whatever and it was this guy reporting uh like n64 games mm-hmm. he had like it's he had this machine that like just rips the data off the card yeah yeah it, it kills the card though he's like yeah there's like no other way like you can't even you can't really copy it because it gets corrupted because of how like i may be wrong it was a while back but uh it was just, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so sad. But, like, realistically, if you're, if you want to take the uh, preservation route, that's like the only yeah. way that we can do yeah. it. Yeah. Because these games are about to, like, disappear. Yeah. They're starting to die. There's yeah. actually, even uh, with, like, old PlayStation discs, we're starting to see them in like old Dreamcast games. They're starting to oxidize. So the discs themselves are actually breaking down mm-hmm. and the data inside is unprotected and it gets corrupted. And yeah, it's really fucking sad. And like uh, VHS tapes, they, their shelf life is like laughably short. short. <laughs> so like they're like, right. I can't remember where, what it was, but it was like pretty 25 years maybe yeah it's like pretty soon to now that they uh they're gonna start like not working which is Mm -hmm. like there's something about vhs like i love vhs tapes i don't have a vhs player but there's like something like the audio quality is a little off and like the way that it winds up that like speed corrects it kind of warms your heart kind of makes me think of like movie day in grade school yeah i mean like we had uh my grandma used to tape things tape like live shows on a vhs mm-hmm. uh for us i don't know why it started because she lived uh, over a thousand miles away but like that's just she's like she like we had all of the original digimon on a bunch of different vhs tapes because oh, yeah. she like just stayed current on it and she would videotape it or she would tape it every saturday so if you started singing the digimon theme song she could like punch in i don't know if she watched it because they had so you're telling me that she just like let it run yeah because they had the thing where it would record a channel without you being on that channel anymore that's like, in- uh, incredible yeah and we had one as well because it was basically just another antenna it was playing it would just with no screen a certain frequency yeah. and just yeah. record that yeah but uh <laughs> the uh it's just like there's something about i have a distinct memory of uh what is the original harry potter chamber of secrets or sorcerer's stone yeah yeah sorcerer's stone so yeah i have a distinct memory of the mcdonald's sorcerer's stone happy meal commercial with it had like triggered instead of like the box that uh that happy meals come in that it came with uh it came in a like a trick-or-treating box that was harry potter themed and stuff and i can only see it with fuzz over it like the fuzz that like it's like a line of fuzz that like slowly goes down the screen progressive scan yeah (laughs) yes uh and that's the only way i can like i don't picture it any Even other way than that yeah. has that yeah not locked in uh just from because it was a commercial that was on during like either flight 29 down or digimon or whatever was being taped yeah i, I just i love that stuff and i i love the world of old school commercials too because it kind of like puts you back in the mindset of the ad agencies and i guess the general populace you kind of like get reverted back to the old school like ways of thinking and all that stuff has a romantic place in my heart and mind and especially circling back to video games 
Because you got to realize this is how kids entertain themselves. When this media is gone, that's going to be a serious hit to a lot of people. It's it's nostalgia. People can go pick up an old game that they oh, used to yeah. love. Oh yeah, and and like there's something beautiful in a dad breaking out an old console and just showing his son like what games used to be like and showing him like oh man I was the the freaking business at mm-hmm. this and you know and, yeah. and that and that's potentially going to be gone forever unless people archive these old games. Yeah, it is. It's crazy because well, I would think I think relatively every at least every like nintendo game is archived on the internet as far as like i mean because they right yeah they um, did a pretty good job yeah. and the the catalog is relatively limited so it wasn't that tall of it okay yeah. i'm not i'm not gonna minimize the effort that put into it yeah but relative to all the other games i don't feel as though it was as tall of a task yeah to handle yeah but uh there's things like uh like commodore 64 games Nobody even had one of those. <laughs> yeah, so no like, one I know had one either. So, uh, which a Commodore 64, for those who don't know, was a typewriter <laughs> that you plugged a Super Nintendo cartridge into, basically. <laughs> That's a pretty good way of describing it, yeah. Actually, it was a... I think it was like a full it computer... Was a, it was a full computer, but it was just a like the it was is a back typewriter in the day, with a screen on it. It was typewriter shaped, right? Like the like I mean the thing was fucking huge, like the keyboard and stuff. Yeah. And uh, actually, I'm pretty sure there was a I don't know if it was the Commodore, but there was one that it was uh, cassette tapes. The games were on cassette. Yes. Which I don't even understand how that works. <laughs> so my understanding of it is that it just reads the bits that's sent out. And it stores that bit that it reads on the computer locally. Yeah. And then plays off of that. That's that's the way someone like loosely explained it to my Neanderthal brain. Okay. Yeah, that makes a little bit more sense. And then it, since it doesn't have to be saved on the computer, it can when you turn it off, it can wipe it like RAM. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way someone explained it to me. I don't know how true that actually is, but I think that's some of what uh, uh, the team Naughty Dog did with Crash Bandicoot. With the original PlayStation One, I think they did that type of stuff too. Naughty Dog did Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, that was their first game. That's cr- I for some reason I I knew that, but like I never put that together. It's that weird. Naughty Uncharted. Dog <laughs> made Crash Bandicoot and Uncharted. Yeah, that's such a weird like difference in game quality. Yeah, that's hilarious. It's weird. It's weird. It's cool. That's so fun. Yeah. Well, I. I I'm trying to remember. I remember something about Crash Bandicoot. It was like an interview with the guy, one of the guys that like made it, and it was like uh, unprecedented, like what they did with the original game. And I don't remember what it was, mm-hmm. but it was like something that never been done before. How they made it, I can't remember them. Yeah, they actually repurposed uh, pieces of the um, actual PlayStation. That's so they went right. in, they rewrote yeah. like yeah, portions that's right. of the PlayStation. Yeah. Which you don't do. Yeah. <laughs> they, they just don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, dangerous. But they line. found a way to do it with their dev kits. And dev yeah. kits back in the day, which... Can you explain dev kits to for... for uh, like It's just a, like it's a version of a console that is used f- by video game developers to like actually make their game. Because to yeah, make to a game for game. a console, you need to know exactly how the console works. So you have to make the game basically on the console or with the console and all the programming in the console there for you to use while you're making the game. Right. Because it's all got to be compatible. Uh, Linus Tech Tips got a dev kit. It was not his. Uh, <laughs> he bought it? He got it for like a video or something? Yeah, I don't know how he got it. Yeah, try that. Uh, I, that was the first time I ever... I'll, I'll take a sip. That was the first time I'd ever even heard of a dev kit before. Was that he got a dev kit of a PlayStation 4 or 5. I can't remember. That's pretty cool. That is super no burn. Oh, wow. Yeah, all. take that. That's going to. That is weird. That's red rum. I've never even. I thought never red rum was a thing that was only in. Uh, like the Stephen King the, uh, Hotel fucking, Shining movie? Yeah. Yeah, me too. That's crazy. But yeah, the dev kits were like a... They didn't even 
remotely resemble the console. They were giant bricks, and they're yeah, incredibly they expensive. They didn't have any like other any of the flashy body on it. Like, so it is usually just like a black box with all the guts. Yeah, in it, and then some, and and that's kind of a good way to keep other competitors from being able to directly copy their hardware. And it's also a nice way, like if a console company or if a, a video game company like Nintendo or whoever doesn't have the final like appearance of the console down and but they know a few things that are definitely going to be involved in the console then they can ship those out without having to worry about it fitting mm-hmm. in a certain case and they don't have to rush teams so the form factor of the final console can actually still look really like nice and mm-hmm. novel but yeah Crash Bandicoot's team they were super smart like was that, that was edge. a wired video or something i think um uh, that sounds like an ars technica video maybe i don't know but yeah it was that was cool this is boring we're losing people <laughs> well let we're me not tell gonna you be able about, to... let me tell you about this guy that i had the pleasure of not i didn't meet him i don't want to meet him but uh having an a an incident with at work <laughs> so I'm outside like outside break room sitting at one of those picnic tables and <laughs> I'm just looking at my playing a game on my phone and this guy just comes up there's plenty of picnic tables that are open so it's not like he has to sit next to me luckily he doesn't he comes up he stands in front of me like over the table and, he and just, your brain's like, just don't look up, don't make eye contact, don't yeah, acknowledge. Yeah, he I just feel the shadow, and I just see a hand reach into the ashtray and pull out a cigarette butt, and I'm like, what the? F-? So I look up, <laughs> and I see him into a pipe, like emptying a cigarette butt into a pipe. Then he puts it back in the ashtray, and then oh. he grabs another one, and he empties it, and, and he takes He's all of free the bowling, all of the butts out of the cigarette. <laughs> Uh, and loads a pipe and loads his pipe and then just walks <laughs> off and i was like did anybody else fucking see that so i'm coining the term free bowling right so, now right so i go back in to the to the break room to talk to uh any normal person in the vicinity to yeah, make sure you're not hallucinating my mechanic uh the puerto rican wonder and uh uh, and I and the, by that time the guy had went back in to like eat or whatever, and so I'm like, so that guy over there, and I told him the story, and he goes, that guy rides an electric bicycle to work every morning. Oh my god, <laughs> he's fucking saving the planet even with his nicotine addiction. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> this is the coolest autistic person I think I've ever seen. <laughs> He is following through with the commitments that he spouts off to impress others and shame the people he thinks it are was, beneath him. It was the weirdest thing I have ever seen. I would have hated even being around that. It would have been less weird if he just tried to light the cigarette butt. But he had a fucking pipe that he just fr- free bowls with. Yeah. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It made me uncomfortable. <laughs> like, I... It's... It's like there's no law to how many times you can keep folding the toilet paper and re-wiping with it. But you, you, you give it a limited number. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, technically, I don't think he could get sick from free bowling by stealing other people's tobacco and loading into it. Maybe because it's like... Well, the, it's like the, hot. There's no viral load on it. No, I mean, yeah, I don't know because tobacco is not like weed. Where once it like dries out, it's basically useless. <laughs> so, I guess maybe it's fine. I don't know. Like, it's just I can't imagine doing that. Yeah, yeah. It's just I weird. can't imagine sitting there and thinking that that was a good idea and yeah. then following through. Actually, I just realized I've done this. You done it with weed, maybe? No, I did it with a cig- with a fucking cigarette. <laughs> I just had a flash from memory. It was like my brain going, "Hey, uh, shut the fuck up." <laughs> <laughs> I was in the dugout of 
a baseball uh, diamond. Did you see someone's big league chew? But no, I was trying to hide from the wind. It was right after school, and so we went on like because to go to like a friend's house, like you just walk through like the park where all the diamonds are and stuff. Yeah, you just cut through. Yeah, and so, uh, and I had this fucking pipe made out of a mechanical pencil and a shit ton of. Uh, uh, I literally made it at lunch. Uh, the fucking <laughs> it's an aluminum apple foil, core. Oh, aluminum okay. foil, and fucking <laughs> mechanical pencil. Oh, that's a weed pipe. Yeah, yeah, it is. It was made for that, and I smoked out of it later that day. Uh, <laughs> I lost like an ounce that night. That's depressing. Yeah, like you like were trying to flee a scene, and you yeah. accidentally left it. No, I fucking ditched it. <laughs> God, did you circle back? <laughs> no, fuck that. I wasn't. I didn't have a license. It was. It was. I was being. I'll get to that. Okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So like, I had. I was like, I can't wait to try this out. I got to do it now. So I like stop over into the dugout. It was really windy. It was like the middle of the winter. So like, I stop over the dugout and I pull out my fucking uh, buy, like my thing of cigarettes and I just take it out and I'm like. I do the exact same thing. I like, you know, uh, I do the pinch and roll on a cigarette into my thing. And then, and it was horrible. <laughs> but it was harsh as fuck. Yeah. It's super harsh. Cause was it's that, aerated. Was so, that the first cigarette you'd had? No, 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 no. I've been smoking, but the difference between like a filter <laughs> and no filter. Yeah. On a severe. cigarette. That's severe. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's so aerated. It's dry. Cause it's been sitting out for a long time and it's not in a sealed package like pack or like, uh, like tobacco is when you're buying it to pack. So it's like, it's completely different. Like it's not made for fucking rolling or putting in a pipe. It's not pipe tobacco. So, uh, but yeah, so I did do that. But, uh, then, that night we went to there's this uh we it's a woods but call it saying a woods is like a weird sentence so i call it a forest but it's not big <laughs> enough to be called that it's a collection of trees right yeah <laughs> we went to a gathering of ants uh <laughs> that night for two reasons one to find the this guy who had run away from home and we had heard had been who was living under a bridge in said woods <laughs> like doing, was he a, a fellow student yeah he was like a couple okay. years ahead of us uh and this was after he graduated but like we were already planning so for the second reason was to smoke some ganj yeah and wisconsin's so boring yeah <laughs> But I can't say anything because Oklahoma is the same. Oklahoma is so much worse. So, uh, but, let's go find a homeless man. So since we were already going there, well, this was our this is our buddy. He was. He, oh, okay. He's yeah. part of the circle. No, he wasn't part of the circle. He was more of like a god that we looked up to as a drug addict. Right. Like he's like this guy's cool. That's what you aspire always, to become. We'd always see him, and I mean, every day at school, and he was strung out on heroin like all the time. So Ooh. it was very sad when we realized the effects and like how sad that was. But when we were like fucking freshmen and sophomores in high school, we were like, this guy's fucking chill. He's so cool. He, we like loved this guy, and still to this day, he's one of the nicest people I've ever met. Like. And, yeah, because uh, you can't get any meat on your boots to heroin. <laughs> right. Like if, if you're on heroin and you're a dick to me, I will beat the fuck out of you. Yeah, right. I, I could beat the fuck out of you with a walker. <laughs> well, if you're on heroin and you're being a dick, there's something severely wrong with you. <laughs> so this, but basically, like I guess he had run away uh, from home. I mean, he's a, he was an adult at this point. So, but we had heard that he'd been hanging out just sleeping under a bridge in this fucking woods so we were like gonna go see if he was there and smoke and then the fucking this guy that i was with uh one of the guys that i was with fucking sketches out while we're just walking around i had just packed a bowl (laughs) the first bowl of the night and uh this guy goes, what was that? He, we hadn't even smoked yet. And he, Damn. we all look and he's like pointing at this light 
that's not there. But he's like, somebody's there's a flash. You saw a flashlight, and everybody just starts fucking taking off. Yep. So I'm like, fuck. So I dump the bowl, ditch the weed, and I take off. Because I don't know what they saw. And if I didn't see it, and then I should have, like, it could have been a problem. problem. So, yeah, that was a (laughs) fucked up night. That was a lot of money. I still have that. That's crazy because when you said that, like, teenagers together like that have deer brain. Yeah. The second they hear a sound, they're like, oh, God. And then they bolt. Yeah, and, and I'm not like, like that. That's a good survival mechanism. It's a good though. survival mechanism. And I don't have that. Get caught. <laughs> let's say you, your friends, make it out. If you get caught, even if you don't say shit, inevitably, when the shitty teenagers can't get their story straight and they get caught, you're still gonna get blamed. Oh, so yeah. even if you normally wouldn't run, yeah, you, you better have get to. the fuck out of yeah, there. You don't have a you choice. Know you're screwed. You're gonna be either the narc. You're just the narc. And the narc. because I didn't have a license, I was driven there. So even if I was like, <laughs> there was nothing there. Like, even if I knew for a fact that he was seeing like headlights going by on the road right next to us, which was probably what it was, uh, he would have, I, I, I would have just been fucking left in the woods, like 20 miles away from my home. <laughs> that was your. So it was like I couldn't fucking leave. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was not a good fucking day. Dude. I can't even begin <laughs> to imagine. I live in a false reality because I've had a vehicle since I was 14. Yeah. It's shitty unreliable vehicle, but I had a vehicle. Yeah, I didn't get I wasn't able to drive till I was like well, 16 well and then all 17 20. well past 17 and then i lost it within the first like six months and or i lost my license within the first like six months and i didn't get it back till i was 18 like God. well past 18 <laughs> so i yeah it's i was a very like that fucked my high school like life up yeah my senior year not having a car was to like bumming right yeah, you never want to be that guy. You yeah. never, and you have to be. And you also don't have a job because, and I, I did, but I didn't have any fucking money. Uh, so I just fucking, um, let's see. Yeah, so uh, it was, because I was buying drugs. That's why I didn't have money. Yeah. I was trying to figure out where the money went because I, I had say, a like, job we, and I didn't. I couldn't drive, so I'm like, "You've already to told the but listener where your money went." <laughs> but I couldn't pay for gas, so like I would, but it would never be like it, it. Just you always felt like a piece of shit, even when like you weren't wanting to be and like you needed something. You're just like, and then people just are like, they start to just not want to be around you because they know that they're going to have to fucking bum you yeah. a ride. So then you just try and put yourself in situations where they're you're on their way home or something like that or you just stay at friends' houses or you whether they want you there or not. a pair of sneakers. <laughs> I lived 30 miles. Not 30 miles. It I probably lived, felt like 40. It would have taken two or three hours to get home on, on a, with by a brisk foot. walk. Yeah. 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 It's a long walk. I lived way outside of town everybody yeah. else lived like around on the block that school was i lived in a different city you know what i fucking hate about walking <laughs> my feet hurting no forget that that's <laughs> pussy stuff dude that's for vaginas <laughs> no my complaint with walking is that even though like in your heart you know that you're going the right way you have enough time to second guess yourself like eight times i don't think i've ever had that I literally was three turns, three turns from my friend's house. He lived on the main street of the city. And I was cycling back from his place. And I, in my head, got lost like seven times. I've done that driving. No, the the driving is different. It's different because you... You make a decision, you're like, okay, I can correct it, whatever. Yeah. When you're walking, you're in your heart, you're like, I could just be walking the complete opposite direction. My One of my first gifts I'd ever received was a GPS because my mom had to bail me out like two or three times. <laughs> like severe bailout. You had a GPS on your, were you one of the kids with a fucking GPS on your bicycle? 
No, this oh. is for my truck. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was in my truck and I was carting my sister around. Like we were we were taking care of something for my mom, and I I just like told. It's so weird because I remember our I remember the clown car factory because that's actually where I made the call. Mm-hmm. It was like like you need to call mom because I don't know where we are. Like I just don't know where we are. <laughs> and then my grandmother was on the other side of the phone, not helping. <laughs> not helping at all. She's like, you need to get him a map for his birthday. He's like, Grandma, you shut up. That's hilarious. <laughs> this isn't helpful. You're like saying, like, maybe you have this conversation in private with my mom. You don't say it when I'm over here stressing yeah. out that I'm lost. And I my fuel gauge on my truck doesn't work. Oh, fuck that. So, like, I had to do math to figure out how many trips I had before I had to refuel. Yeah. So, in my heart, I feel like any second I'm going to run out of gas in a place that I can't even describe to someone else to rescue me with, a like, a gas can of fuel. Yeah. So, like, this is, like, the worst of the worst. And you're teenagers, so your scope of reality is so narrow that you think, like, you know, if your shoelace breaks on your shoe, you think that's an emergency and mm-hmm. the world's falling apart. It's just the fucking worst. And and from that point on, my mom was like, "This boy's lost." <laughs> and so she immediately a- that next uh, that following haul. It, it may have been Christmas. It may have been my birthday. It may have been fucking Hanukkah fraud. Now she purchased a GPS for me because she knew Tom Tom or Garmin. Uh, it was a Garmin. Fucking Nazi. So. <laughs> My sister didn't get that. Normally, like, as a mom, she would kind of, she didn't want to make someone feel like they got better than the other. So she would try to, like, purchase, like, duplicates of gifts, of big gifts to make people feel like they weren't, you know, winning out over the other. I was the favorite. Like, we all knew that. I still am. (laughs) But she didn't get the garment. My sister did not get the guard because she didn't have the problem that I did. Right. I In my brain, my brain prioritized so many other things over where I was positionally on the globe that I couldn't learn directions for the longest do time. You, do you just kind of, do you have an internal compass? Not moral compass. I know you don't have that. but no, like that's gone. <laughs> a regular like directional compass. Like, can you feel north? I can't feel north. Okay. I can tell by... Like all of my uh, directional information, all my like location information is derived from like hard grinding. Like I had to figure out like where fucking east and west was. Yeah. I have to approximate what time of day it is and then I can figure out kind of where I'm at. Yeah. But then I learned I had to put fucking time in and I learned how to fucking navigate because I'm 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 hopeless. This is not a gift that I have. It's not nothing that's innate in me that can help me figure out where I am. So I'm one of the better people at figuring out where I am because of my weakness that I had as a teenager. Yeah. Because how helpless I felt, I was like, I'm not yeah, doing this that's anymore. That's terrifying. I'm I, not doing this anymore. I have a good sense of north. Uh if I don't fall asleep on the ride, if I don't, if I fall asleep on the ride and then I, I'm yeah. in somewhere I won't, that I don't know, I don't like because you have no bears. Yeah, I'm not a bird. <laughs> I don't have magnets in my feet, but uh, but like I have a pretty good sense of like where north is, and like east and west, I don't, I normally don't know which one is which. I just know what side of the map I'm referring to. So like I'll like, go you know in your head what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know California or Virginia or whatever, but I don't know which one like sometimes I'll forget like which one is the right side of the map, which one's the left side. Yeah. But I know what I'm talking about. And then uh keep it up there. Okay. And then uh but yeah, yeah. no, there was one time I was on the block that I live on mm-hmm. driving back from like a date or something. And it was like I was hallucinating. I didn't do any drugs. This was post drugs. Yeah. And you just dissociated for like a moment behind the wheel. And I don't you like know what happened. Came back. I don't you know like what came happened. back at a new spot. I didn't like black out and then like, whoa, where am I? It was like I'm driving. I recognize. I recognize. I recognize. I'm and looking. Then you like buffered for a second, and then you were in a new spot. I think what I was waiting to like. I was like, all right, this turn's coming up, and then and it you're just like looking never for a landmark. Came, it never came up. The stop sign or whatever never came up. And I look over, and I'm like, 
I don't recognize those houses. And it's pitch black outside. It's so maybe I blew the stop sign, but actually, I, no, I didn't because I'll get there. So, uh, so I'm basically in the middle of this block on the middle of this. So there's this street and there's this street. I'm supposed to turn left up here. I'm like a few hundred yards behind it. And I look to my left and there's just porch lights in the distance where in my brain, there shouldn't be. It's a, it's supposed to be a field. Right. And there's no houses anywhere around there. I'm like, where the fuck? What's going on? 10 minutes go by. And I don't driving change my same speed, direction. driving the same direction, Fuck. and my turn comes up. So I either wasn't where I thought I was <laughs> yet, or I fucking teleported to a different goddamn dimension <laughs> for 10 minutes. Yes! Because it was unrecognizable. Like, and these lights, they weren't like porch light looking. <laughs> And they were very close to, like, they looked like torches. Like, people, right. like, they were the color of, men. they were the color of torches. <laughs> the only reason I assumed yeah. they were porch lights at the time is because I assumed I was on this earth. Like, <laughs> it was so fucking trippy. No drugs in my system. You fucking driving a DeLorean <laughs> to a date? It was terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I and I got home and I was like, freaked out. Uh, yeah, that was that was terrifying. That's the worst, and that's exactly what I'm talking about. The feeling that I'm talking about of like you just you just don't know if you're where you need to be or not. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. So imagine that feeling of seeing like those unfamiliar uh, porch lights, but that happens to you seven times, and you have to just trust that you're going the right way. Yeah. Well, and I know for a fact, like my parents weren't going to pick up if I called them. They There's no way asleep for the night. Yeah. And this was at the to- at a point I didn't have a GPS. I didn't even have a smartphone. Yeah. So I, yeah, they were asleep and their ringers were on, but my parents are notorious for not answering the phone. They do now for some reason, but they never answered their fucking phones when I, I was a kid. I feel like as a teenager and I may implement this unintentionally, <laughs> I want to say it's on purpose. As a teenager, if I were in those shoes, if I had a teenage son who was out there in the middle of the night and they call me at like two o'clock, one thirty in the morning, if they're going to jail, they'll they call need, me again. They need, yeah, they'll need yeah. to they'll need to spend the night. They need yeah. to spend the oh, night. Yeah. yeah. Or two, this is where they need to get a really good grounding point and figure out what is a true emergency. Yeah. But afterwards, if they're like twenty two and then they call me like at this point, they've had enough experiences that they know this is what I can handle. And this is out of my scope. Yeah. The problem and is so I will. The I, problem is that teenagers are retarded and will call their mommy when they're bleeding out. <laughs> and they'll be And then there's dead. nothing you can do. <laughs> and so you just get to hear your son's last words. <laughs> yeah. But so like I knew my parents were going to pick up the phone if I called them. So I didn't even bother calling them. Right. The other thing is. I knew for a goddamn fact my parents hadn't gotten out of bed to check on me like they used to in years. So I could just disappear and they wouldn't realize it till the, the sun came day. up. And so I'm just like for 10 straight minutes, I'm like, I'm just never getting home. I have no fucking clue where I am. <laughs> Did you feel gauge work at least? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank God. And like uh, I'm notorious for not letting my gauge get past half tank. So... Yeah, you and my fiance are of the same fucking feather. Yeah, and I've never run out of gas. I just don't ever want to. Because yeah, I don't like relying don't. I don't like relying on people for things. So I just like that's just I have to do that myself. Yeah. 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 I totally agree. So that fear and concern that you had, I had that multiple times, just like riding a bike or walking. Mm-hmm. And and after dealing with like the panic, I, I'm not a panicky dude. And that's because I hate that feeling so much that I do everything in my power to make sure I'm never in that position. That's why, like, my favorite superhero is fucking Batman, as cliche as it is. It's because he's he's got an answer for every possible situation. And that's what I try to do in my life to make sure I'm always prepared. Yeah, see, like, I was trying to... 
I wanted to explain this to my therapist last night, this exact type of scenario. Uh, I can't remember what we were talking about, but I was like talking about how like I'm very routine based and I stopped myself because I'm I'm like I'm very routine based in the fact that like I was talking about like my emotional cycle throughout the year and how it did differing on the seasons. Mm -hmm. It changes literally like what type of music I listen to and all this stuff. But I was like. I stopped myself before I said, like, I know every situation, like, I know a ton of situations where I would just kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> you just shut it down. Like, oh. Yeah, I was like, I can't say that because she's going to take it the wrong way. Uh, <laughs> she has the authority to actually, like, oh, ruin she, your existence yeah, you for know, a little bit. Like, she is a uh, designated, like, or what is that? A licensed uh, therapist? Uh, something reporter, where she, mandatory reporter, where she has to oh, report it, if you, you know? Because uh, it's, I mean, which is good, but you just got to be smart and <laughs> not make certain jokes around certain people. Right. So, but yeah, because I was like, but that is true. There are certain things where I just know it's not worth it. Alzheimer's is one of them. If yep. I get an inkling of losing my mind. I'm You're gonna, gonna spray it under the back wall. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just I'm, I'm out there. It's not because I'm sad. It's not because I, you know, it's you just don't want to burden I, your family. I feel that it. it's the healthier thing to do. I don't want to suffer. That's I, you, we th- I think of myself as kind of a dog, and we all humans and dogs age the exact same way. We either are just in pain when we're older, or we die of cancer. <laughs> right. <laughs> Or we get like hit by a car tragically and then like the family has to find a way to move on. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like there's certain things where I'm just like, no, I'm out. If I were like needing to use a power wheelchair, that's not something I'd kill myself for because that's Uh, hilarious. What about uh, incontinence and also the lack of ability to clean yourself? Is that a qualifier? Like Stephen Hawking? Yeah. No, because I could be a racist. That's go. like that's the best. That's hilarious because I could just claim that it's hacked, that my speaking spell was hacked. <laughs> <laughs> I would do that to you too. Like, like to I be- would find a, I would take a course. I would take a course in community college just to find a way to hack Russell's wheelchair. <laughs> I'm gonna put that on record right now. Like, like if God I were- forbid I that ever happens to you. If I were, but if it does, if I were to get Hawking, it would be my only goal to be a fucking dictator. Like I would, like there's Could something you imagine about speaking spelling into a microphone. <laughs> there's just something about like being that down. It's like so inspired. Like I don't want to be. A, I mean, if the opportunity came to me. I would be a dictator 100% right now. But if I could not use the lower half, if I could not use neck down, I would work my ass off to become the dictator. And I wouldn't even feel it. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. But like, there's something inspiring. Not that I'd cheat on my wife, but there is something inspiring about the fact that Stephen Hawking cheated on his wife from his chair. (laughs) God damn. With his nurse. That's impressive. The man's a fucking dog. I mean, he's a genius. Yeah. And just like every dog, he was put down. So. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, well. But yeah, so it's just, yeah, there's some things that that you would think, given my decision making on whether or not I should shoot myself in the head, uh, you would think I would, or I just won't, because it would make things more funny. And that's kind of what I care about. It's just things that Some are funny. Some general enjoyment about your yeah. existence. If it's not funny, I don't want to be a part of it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It's just... How much money would it take to uh, have you transition to a female? Like, what's the dollar amount? There is no dollar. I would and, never. And all the surgeries and everything and therapies for the rest of your life are paid for. I would never you do it. I can't. Do, okay. I, like, there probably was a time where I would give, like, fucking right now, do it for free, whatever, just for the hell of it. But there's, no. I yeah. could never fucking deal with that. Yeah. And, and I, 
I'm of the same mindset. I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. Even if I had like Bezos money, I couldn't do it. I just wouldn't be yeah. happy. I'd take it up the ass before I transitioned for sure. Yeah, that's that feels like an easy choice. Yeah. It shouldn't like if feel it's like a, an if easy it's an choice. Or, if it's in this or that situation, if those are the only two options and it's black and white, mm-hmm. yeah, that's an easy choice. Yeah. Oh, speaking of taking it up the ass, uh, Parkland shooter. Who? The guy that shot up that school in Florida You're, uh, back in 2017. I think that was the year. Yeah, it's depressing. I don't follow he that. He just got sentenced to life. Good. And I was thinking about something. Because I was like, really? Not the death penalty? Like, because it's Florida. I'm, I'm pretty sure they have that. Like, I was just kind of surprised. But then I got to thinking, he shouldn't even... Life isn't enough. But death penalty is less than that. I was like, this kid should be sentenced to rape. <laughs> and that's what exactly and what happened. <laughs> rape, rape and forced medical care. Not 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 quality medical care, mind you. No, the best, the life best preservation medical. care. Yes, not medical, not good medical care. Life yeah. preservation yeah. care. Yeah, we're gonna make sure all the nerve endings are intact. Like if my tax money went anywhere by my choosing, it would be to torturing predators. <laughs> like if I could. If my taxes... If you so, could, like, decide where it was allocated... It's exactly where I'd want it to go. You would probably volunteer uh, extra tax. Yeah, that's exactly... Like, I was just going to say that. I it's was like, like, I'd pay extra. Like, Russell, this is, like, the second week that you're eating ramen straight. He's like, yeah, check this shit out. Show me, like, a video <laughs> a of someone... Get- Jared Fogle with the fucking... Uh, <laughs> stirrups. Taking a... IV and fucking- stirrups. <laughs> Yeah, he's getting flits through the van and through the ass. He's taking fucking Negan's baseball bat up his ass. (laughs) Don't worry, the tree was only 12 years old. (laughs) Gross. Yeah, there's just something about fucking Yeah, if you could pay for vengeance like that... Like on, especially on other people's behalf, I feel like that's like the next GoFundMe craze. Yeah. Like that's the dystopian futures GoFundMe. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, like there's certain things that justice isn't enough. Right. Right. Yeah. And speaking of justice. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of justice, Shane Gillis is going to be the new host. That's not real. <laughs> what? <laughs> of the Daily Show. What? Are you fucking serious? I was so fucking happy for him. You honestly thought that Shane Gillis was going to be the host of The Daily Show. He's like, did they uncancel my boy? No. There's no fucking way that he would even take that job. Trevor Noah's not that funny. That's Trevor an easy Noah, choice. Trevor Noah is off. He did quit. That's why that joke was made. But they never actually. So when I watch, so what? If you don't understand, heart, can you can we have a moment of silence for my heartbreak for a second? <laughs> can you give me like five seconds, real quick? Just... All right, five seconds. Is yeah, too I'm long. gonna over that with something <laughs> yeah. horrible. But uh, <laughs> no. So if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, comedian Shane Gillis, who was canceled for saying "chinkity chink chinking chink" on his podcast. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna believe that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Weak. <laughs> he, uh, uh, this was a few years ago. Was on another comedian's podcast, and it was around the exact same time that Trevor Noah, the host of The Daily Show, had um, announced that he was leaving the show. And so uh, Andrew Schultz, the comedian who runs this podcast, was saying was made, made the flagrant, joke. Right? Yeah, flagrant. He made the joke. Uh, that Shane Gillis was the new host of The Daily Show. Now, at first, I was like, this isn't... That's not on brand for him It's to not do on that. brand, but I was like... This I was like, is... but maybe he's branching out. But they didn't... They did not even... It didn't even seem like a joke that what, what they were saying. Nobody laughed about it because I think it caught Shane Gillis off guard because he didn't know like that he was going to say that, so he didn't hear the whole thing or something he didn't, he didn't register yeah so cool so he didn't react he was just like yeah yeah like 
So, and then they just went on with the show and I was like, what the fuck? But in there, in Shane's podcast that came out today. Oh, it came out today? <laughs> yeah. His, uh, he goes, uh, he picks up his phone. He's like, God damn it. Ever since Schultz said that I was running the Daily Show, I keep getting these messages from people going like, yeah, man, I knew you could do <laughs> No, <laughs> that's so fucking heartbreaking. So that's so no, fucking heartbreaking. He didn't. He's not going to be the host of the Daily Show, and I'm Damn glad. It. Even though it would be good for his wallet, that fucking show should burn and die. It shouldn't. I feel like as the host, you get to kind of steer some of the writing direction. Yeah, but though. Comedy Central should disappear. Like Tosh Point o, like you know, in the writers' room, he's shooting some stuff down. Tosh Point o would do better on YouTube. It is doing better on YouTube, but yeah, that's so, neither here nor there. And he would make more money there too. Like it's Tosh so, point out like comedy center. But either way, so what what did happen is the second season of Shane Gillis's sketch show came out. Gillian Keeves. Gillian Keeves dot TV. Check them out, guys. It's fucking hilarious. Ten dollars. It's a hundred percent worth it. Yeah. I, if you don't, if you don't want to spend the ten dollars, you will after you go to their YouTube channel and watch the first season because it's free. If there, it's are, hilarious. It's, are no legal repercussions? Then I can say this with confidence that the Chill Prison Podcast fully endorses Gillian Keys. There are no. If there are legal, per, then per, I don't. <laughs> if there are legal per, percussions. <laughs> to say consequences like a regular human being legal percussions is just like a judge that's a big drum <laughs> <laughs> even if there are legal per- repercussions I fully support both of them okay both Gilly and Keeps separately though yeah not as a team but it's funny because (laughs) i'm thinking about it and i go well he did play trump playing hitler (laughs) have you watched it the whole season yet no not yet not yet yet, yet. yeah i watched it all i think last night (laughs) and there's a sketch where he uh basically the basis is uh like a behind the scenes like interview with the director of this movie that was supposed to be a biopic about Hitler, but nobody <laughs> wanted to play Hitler. So they, but Donald and then Donald Trump called the studio and was like, I'll play Hitler. This is yeah. So they had to hire him because nobody else would like volunteer to play. So then he played Hitler and he like changed the script to where Hitler was like a good guy because Donald Donald Trump wouldn't dare playing a bad guy. <laughs> he has the safe face even in acting. <laughs> so it's literally Donald Trump. Uh, Shane Gillis plays Donald Trump playing Hitler, and Shane Gillis's fucking Trump impression is amazing. I agree with that. It's, uh, it's one of the best ones I've seen. It's so funny. It's hilarious. He so, also does a Guy Fieri. Have you seen the Guy Fieri sketch at least? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. They picked like a Chinese man to beat him up <laughs> as like penance for the, <laughs> the cancellations. Scandal. He goes, he, uh, on that episode. When they were, when on they the were Schultz filming episode, it. No, on the Schultz episode. He was like, uh, Schultz was like, so did you like, was that on purpose that you got the Asian guy? He's like, wait, what? He's like, you know, because the whole cancel thing, he's like, I didn't even, I didn't even think about that. (laughs) That's not good. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. He like keeps wiping his nose. (laughs) You know for a fact Guy Fieri is coked up like 80% of his existence. Shane used to do tons of coke. (laughs) No, he did. Okay. Okay. He's, he's been I don't want to know. It. I don't want to know Shane without coke. Then he'd been a beluga whale. Oh, he 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 stopped doing coke after uh, he talked about it on Flagrant. He uh, he did coke and mushrooms, and then he like thought he was having a heart attack, and like he he overdosed on the mushrooms, and then like after that he's like, yeah, and it was the coke. <laughs> so he just not doesn't do it anymore. <laughs> and and uh, Andrew was like, uh, "When was that?" He's like, "Oh, it was a couple days ago." <laughs> oh God! God! 
Well, I would like to formally retract my congratulations <laughs> for the Daily Show. Uh, you know what, Shane? Hang in there. Yeah. You're doing good stuff. You're doing good work. Oh, he's fantastic. All right. We love you guys. Nah.